up in time, it's your boy Sean. <laughs> What's up, Wikimaniacs? My name is Josh Shell, host of the Reddit on Wiki podcast. As always, I am joined by the guy who always shows up, John Consignato. What's up, John? Hello. I'm like contractually obligated, so and I do want my perfect <laughs> attendance certificate right now. Yeah, yeah. Stars across the board. Yes, please. <laughs> and as you can probably guess from that dig on Sean, he is not here today. Uh, he's out, out of country, I think. He's, <laughs> he's in Mexico right now. Yeah. Living his best life. Yeah, doing... I don't know, enjoying the sun, as you can tell, I have not my pale complexion. (laughs) (laughs) Luckily, though, we have an amazing guest joining us today. She is the founder of the Earbuds Podcast Collective newsletter and podcast, and is also the community manager at Squadcast.fm. She's an expert in all things podcasts and is extremely overqualified for this show. (laughs) Please welcome Ariel Nissenblatt. So close, so close. Nissenblatt sounds like this and that. Okay, yeah. John John tried to coach me to it too, and I still <laughs> I warned messed him. it up. I'm so it's sorry. Really, I, I just learned recently that people would call up my grandma when, you know, in the fifties and sixties and be like, Hello, Miss Nyson Neeson. And she'd be like <laughs> she'd say, Look, I'm I'm happy to take your call, but you need to pronounce my name correctly first. It's Nissenblatt. <laughs> it sounds exactly as it's spelled. So before just- before we have you on the show, Nissenblatt. That is correct. Okay, perfect, perfect. <laughs> so how are you doing today? I'm swell. I am in New York and the weather is turning to be not horrific. So I've gone on like six walks today to get some sunshine Ooh. and I feel good. How are you? That's awesome. Uh, I have not been on a walk today. I am very <laughs> jealous. <laughs> and, and very uh, pale. And very pale, as we've, we've already pointed out. So I do need the sun. So hopefully it comes up to Canada soon. <laughs> so Ariel, you're you're an expert in all things podcasting. But do you also happen to be an expert in detecting assholes? I am an asshole expert, as they say. <laughs> and you should absolutely clip that and play it out of context. That's, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's absolutely going everywhere. We yes. can put it. <laughs> I, um, I recently encountered an asshole. Do you want a little side story? I do. Absolutely. Very good. Very good. And um, I don't mean the body part. I mean, I encountered somebody who was was not cool. (laughs) I am watching my parents' dog and I had some friends coming over. So I went to greet my friend's Uber when it was arriving and I took the dog and I forgot to take a poop bag and the dog unexpectedly poops. And I'm a few houses down. I noticed that the dog's pooping. So I think okay, I need to turn around, run and get a poop bag before somebody notices that I've left a shit on a lawn. And as I go to turn around, I notice that somebody is in their car watching me. And, you know, it could have gone one of two ways. They could have said nothing or they could have said something. And then within that, if they were to say something, they could have been nice about it and they could have been assholes about it. They decided to be assholes about it. Here's what happened. This woman rolled down her window. There was a man in the passenger seat and she is saying to me, are you going to pick up that bag of poop? Are you going to pick up that poop? And I and I was like, hi. Then the man was cursing at me. You can't fucking leave. Am I allowed to curse? Yeah. Well, well, it's the Am I yeah. the Asshole show. So yeah. I think, yeah. <laughs> this guy was cursing at me about leaving a poop on a lawn. And it's like, first of all, give me the benefit of the doubt. I'm walking back, but it looks like I'm sprinting away from the scene of the crime. <laughs> so I understand where they're coming from. So they're yelling at me. I said, hi, I'm about to go get a bag to pick up this poop. Everything's going to be okay. And they were like, you better go pick it up. And I was like, yep, I'm I'm doing that. And then they said, well, even so, you can't let the dog poop on the lawn. And I said, OK, I didn't understand your neighborhood's protocol when it comes to poop on lawn, because in some places yeah. that's where dogs go to the bathroom. 
I don't yeah, know. Where else are they supposed to go? Exactly. What am I supposed to do? Walk them? Like the, the, the dog doesn't specifically know to go to the bathroom only on my lawn. I don't have, it's a puppy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Even regular dogs, like nor like adult dogs don't. Thank you. They, they don't <laughs> dif- differentiate. Thank you. Know? you. I agree with that. So I, I, I was like, I'll be right back. And she said, we'll be waiting. And I said, great. Okay. So then I came back. Jesus. I picked up the poop and I was seething in anger. They were like, oh, thank you so much for picking it up, but not in a nice way. And I said, I'm not, I said, look, I'm not a bad guy. I, I was never going to leave this this excrement on the lawn. And, yeah. they, and of course, you know, and I tried to think about it from their perspective. Yes, there are people who poop and dash. I am not one of those people. I am not one of those dog owners. But how are they supposed to know that? So then I thought yeah. it's OK that they wanted to say something. I don't want people leaving poop on my lawn, but they could have said it in such a nicer way and not cursed at me, you know? So Absolutely. I give them the asshole mark. I, I would give them asshole marks as well. Yeah, I I get where they're coming from. Like if you see someone and then it looks like they're not going to pick it up, just say like, hey. hey, would you mind like picking it up? And then if they're confrontational, maybe then you can you can swear Be at them. I'm OK it. with that. But, they, but they, they assumed violence. They assumed that I was like, this millennial interloper in their neighborhood and I was ready to just poop and dash. Don't assume the worst. So, to be fair, you're you're in New York, so I, I don't know what else you expected there. <laughs> yeah, we're assholes here. <laughs> yeah. Not everyone, not everyone. Um, but that is a great story to get us into the episode for today. So no poop stories today. Aww. Not that kind of asshole stories. <laughs> but uh, on today's show, we have a coworker whose socks just don't match. A baby shower causes a bankruptcy, a husband lashes out towards his mother-in-law, and a boyfriend is forced out of girls' night. Before we hop into the stories for today, if you have an Am I the Asshole story you would like us to cover on an episode like this, please send it to Reddit on Wikipod at gmail.com or DM us on Instagram or Twitter at Reddit on Wiki. Links to those are in the show notes below. On top of that, if you're a returning listener, please consider giving us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podchaser, or you can tell a friend about us. If you really like the show and want to get episodes a week early and ad-free, you can go to patreon.com slash cultivate podcast network and sign up to help support the show. We are going to hop into the first story of the day. Am I the asshole for embarrassing my colleague by laughing at his socks? Yes. Okay. Need more context, but very asshole-ish already. Yeah, you know, laughing at anyone's pretty mean. It's true. But we'll jump into it. So I, a 28-year-old female, am an employee working for a large company with several departments. There's this new guy that I see often at reception from another department. He's good looking, wears nice suits, but his socks are just, they look weird. They're colorful and have patterns and animals and totally don't match what he's wearing. Like they really stand out and you can't help but notice them. That sounds like a good thing to me. Yeah, exactly. Uh, He's been here for two months and has basically been wearing those unmatching socks religiously. Some of my colleagues laughed at him, but they don't know him and rarely see him. So no harm in that. Last week, I was in a meeting with him and other employees from different departments. I sat in the corner, but couldn't help staring at his socks and trying to contain my laughter. He noticed, but didn't say anything till he caught me looking at them again. That's when he sort of snapped and said... You've been looking at my feet and laughing. Is there a problem? I finally just let out a laugh and said, I'm sorry. It's just these penguin socks. Everyone stared at them and then laughed. He looked around and then immediately went back to the project. Let me just say it got awkward after that. This sounds like the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Who makes fun of people for what they choose to wear? 
This person is exactly. I feel like not even giving this any more thought. Like I'm, I'm angry at, at this person <laughs> because they thought that this was something worthy of writing. Like this person is an asshole. As someone who has zero fashion sense whatsoever, and I identify as Winston from New Girl because I have a lot of clothing. That involves animals in it. <laughs> so if someone makes fun of my penguin shirt, I will throw hands with yeah, somebody. You should. <laughs> First of all, this person, she said he's a good looking guy. He usually dresses well. Clearly, he is making a choice to wear these socks. So right. not only is she wrong for not understanding his fashion style, but she's wrong for like thinking that this is a laughing matter. And also, I don't know, the way that he confronted her was a little weird, but we also have to go off of the narrator's writing and I don't necessarily think that this person is a reliable narrator. Do you discuss this on the show? They report their own stories. So often, you know, they might be not telling the most truthful version of it. That's true. We don't hit on that enough, but you, you're a hundred percent right. It could be like, maybe she was openly laughing at him before he finally addressed it. These assholes are self-reporting, which is weird. Yeah. If I saw someone laughing at me, I wouldn't assume immediately it was my feet, you know? So right. it's, it does seem weird that he was like, why are you laughing at my feet? Like, I'd just be like, why are you laughing? <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? So it does seem like a little bit of a suspect. I call bullshit on this story. I feel like there might be something else going on. And or, or she just wanted to post in this Reddit sub channel. What is it called? Subreddit. Subreddit. Yeah. Yeah. And she was yeah. like looking for an excuse. But this is like... I am angry at this prompt. I do not think that (laughs) (laughs) I, I think she is an asshole, but I also think that she is a bad narrator and this story didn't happen. I call bullshit on the entire thing. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. She, she does go on. Um, I'm going to be honest. It doesn't make her look any better. Uh, So she, she ends up going to HR and explaining and then HR tells her basically she's in the wrong, but I'll skip ahead. So she said, I felt so terrible. I went back to my department and told my coworkers what happened. They told me he's egotistical and deserved the embarrassment because what did he expect when he decided to wear stuff like that out and get attention? Besides, it wasn't like I made direct comments about the socks. I just laughed quietly and did my best to not let it show. And he brought it up. This entire situation makes me nauseous because he seems like a nice guy, but I think we got off on the wrong foot, sort of speaking. <laughs> and maybe <laughs> I'm wrong. Maybe he flew off the handle. Am I the asshole, though? Mm. Yes. <laughs> it sounds like the coworkers are more of assholes. Holy shit. <laughs> I'm going to go to the Sean route since he's not here. Sean, shout out to you, by the way. They're all assholes. <laughs> yeah, everyone sucks. First of all, I get it. I-, I wear colorful socks. I do. But men... In work pants, I imagine this is the type of office where you sit down, you cross your leg over the other one, and then your your work sock shows. And that's your one way of showing that you have a little bit of style, because otherwise you have to wear like a suit yeah. and dress pants, right? So people who choose to wear colorful socks, good for you. You're making a statement, and he's doing it all the time. Great. I think this is not in the original poster's best interest to say something or especially to have outed herself as an asshole by posting it. There's no reason for that. (laughs) Yeah, man. Yeah. It it makes me mad because I am someone when I was in the corporate world and like went to an office, I would wear fun socks because it was like, oh, this is a fun thing that if I happen to be having a bad day, I look down. You see some fun socks. It's an it's a it's a little pick me up in a dreary gray office, you know? Yeah, definitely the asshole. If it happened to be like he was wearing something inappropriate, sure, you can bring that up to HR. Right. But it seems like he's just got the socks. So I don't know. Penguin socks. Come on. How how can you not love penguin socks? Penguins They're are so adorable. Cute. Penguins are adorable. Exactly. He's adorable. And I think that this woman 
who has presumably been at this job for longer, has her friends, they have their echo chamber, they go and they talk about their coworkers. How about instead let him in? Bam. Yeah, yeah, preach. 100%. Call, call him in. <laughs> I, I like these takes. So I think we can all agree, 100% asshole, yeah. coworkers. 100%. And I have more. If we wanted to put the- <laughs> Go off, go off. If we wanted to put the onus on this guy at all for calling her out, I still don't even think that's a legitimate- You know, if we want to say that she was 50% the asshole, he was 50% the asshole, I don't think so. I think she is, let, let's say, 98% to 2%. Yes, maybe what he said to her was a little aggressive. But also, if you're being laughed at, you're going to respond aggressively. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Especially in a room full of your colleagues yeah. and people that you kind of, like, you've only been there for so many weeks. Like, you don't really know these people. So you're kind of in an awkward position. As someone with social anxiety, <laughs> that would, I would hate that. There's a way <laughs> to think that somebody has shitty fashion quietly. You can do that quietly. Yes, also, just like a bad take. Socks are cute. Cute socks are even cuter. Be cool. Done. Asshole. Stand. Bam. <laughs> All right. We'll, we'll leave it at that. And we will go on to our second story. Am I the asshole for keeping all of the money from mine and my wife's baby shower? Yeah. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> Need oh I go on? <laughs> so my wife, 24-year-old female, and I, 29-year-old male, are having our first baby boy. We were due in May, so we had our shower last weekend. Her family didn't really plan the whole thing other than decorating, so I ended up purchasing a venue as I wanted to make it a big deal of this to my wife to make her feel special. I spent $2,500 on the venue, which I was prepared to do and okay with. My wife wanted something similar initially, but I wanted to do the co-ed thing and invite my friends and family too. After paying for the place, my account was depleted and I won't be paid again for two weeks. So I took the cash that we were given in the cards and deposited it into my account. (laughs) (laughs) We ended up getting around $1,600, so I ended up only paying for less than a thousand for the shower. My wife is upset about this because she feels as if the money should be used for more baby things and not to pay myself back, as she put it. I told her I can't just have zero dollars in my bank account for two weeks. And she said I should have thought of that before booking such a big space for the shower instead of doing something smaller like she originally wanted. Oh, my God. (laughs) She's also upset because a majority of the money came from her family. Oh my I God. Honestly, <laughs> I honestly just assumed any money we got back was going into paying for the shower, and she assumed it would be going to for whatever else we didn't get at our registry. <laughs> I can't help but feel like she's being ungrateful about the situation, but I also possibly shouldn't have, uh, should have planned ahead so I wouldn't be left with no money. I will probably use the money on the baby stuff anyway. However, I need gas and food money as well. <laughs> Am I the asshole here? Yes. Yes. First of all, I have so many. I should have written it down because he's wrong in so many different directions. He said he wanted to pay for this venue. He said I was completely comfortable doing this. He said I knew what this would be. There's so much. There's so much here. First of all, she said she was okay doing it at their house. Okay, then this is completely on you, sir. (laughs) That's a good take because if you were comfortable... As he said, he wanted to do this and this is something he was comfortable doing. You should have the money to be able to be comfortable doing that. Otherwise, you're just. Yeah. What do you uh, mean comfortable? Do you mean comfortable (laughs) theoretically? Because this is not theoretical. It's a thing that happened. The the part that cracked me up the most was he was like, I wanted to make my wife feel special, but I do want my money back, though. (laughs) What a day. Yeah. Oh, God. Also, I feel you should have more money saved uh, this is maybe a judgment but i feel you should have more money saved up if you're about to have a baby you know what i mean a, a joint it. bank account fine like 
maybe there should be a segment of your income that you share. And yeah, maybe that's your yeah. gift portion. And if you need to be, I don't know, I think if you need to be able to have money in your account that if you are going to pay from your own pocket for this for this event, then you also need to have money in your own pocket to pay for your gas. That should not come from your exactly. shared account. Has this dude never heard of a, you know, a credit card where you can just, <laughs> you know, pay for things until That's you get paid? Like there's a few different ways you could have gone about this. Uh, just went the wrong way every yeah. every single turn. He <laughs> If you're comfortable shelling out $2500 for a baby shower that could otherwise have taken place at your house and you did not have to mm-hmm. pay for yeah. a venue, then I- I'm sorry to say, I think you should have planned ahead enough to have gas money. Absolutely. I think it was just one of those situations where if you wanted to book a venue that it was kind of more of like a, a flex. Like, hey, True. I'm going to put on a little facade for like the gram. But <laughs> guess what, my guy? Hashtag you done fucked up. So I'm just saying you should have been more prepared for that. Yeah, I, I think the only other thing I would say is uh, like we've we've hit on the, the venue a lot, but just to hit it again, like I don't know many people who do it at a venue. No, like it's I've, usually at a house. No. Like, yeah, a parent's house, a friend's house in a backyard. You know, it doesn't have to be a fancy thing. It's just people getting together to celebrate a baby. You know? Also, if you were going to spend money on the baby anyway with these dollars, then don't be weird about it. Don't put it all in your yeah. account. Just say, hey, wife, I need <laughs> to borrow $50 for gas. I'm still going to put the yeah. rest of this $1,100 or whatever. I just did the math very wrong. I'm going to put the rest <laughs> of this money in a place where we can both access it. But I'm yeah. borrowing this much to cover my expenses between now and the next time that I get paid. There's so many nicer ways to do this if you need the money. The mature thing to do is be like, hey, would you mind if I took like 500 of this until I get paid next month? Bam. Done. Uh, like instead of just being like, oh, I need $1,600. How much? Is, I mean, I know gas is expensive and food has gone up, but I think that's <laughs> absurd to, if you're paying for <laughs> that much money for two weeks of, uh, of until you get paid. That's you're getting robbed <laughs> wherever you're going. So I don't know if there's anything else you guys wanted to hit on. I, I got I got one thing that I might go ahead. I, I feel like this dad is going to be one of those dads someday where he ends up ends up raising the kid and he's going to end up telling the kid, hey, you know, I raised you. I paid mm. or I paid for all your bills. Therefore, you owe me when you grow up mm. type of situation. He seems like that. You type better of dad be to taking me. me out to dinner when I come to college because I came to visit you in college. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're 100 percent right with that. This, that this take. sounds like one of the dads who. Um, OK, no, I have a story. I was watching a TikTok. And it was a gender Ooh. reveal. And the wife pitched to the husband uh, a balloon and the, the man struck the balloon with a bat and it, it was blue. Right. So they were having a boy, presumably. Yep. And the wife, you can see her getting all excited. She wants she's smiling. She wants to hug the husband. His group of 15 friends comes and like does a mosh pit with him. And she's the wife <laughs> is left like on the outside oh, of the mosh no. pit. It was the saddest oh. thing I've ever seen. Oh, that's so cringy. (laughs) He didn't even do anything but nut. (laughs) She's doing all the work. Uh, It was terrible. What if it was a girl? Do you think they would have cheered if it was a girl? That's what one of the (laughs) most liked comments said was like, I just want to know what the opposite would have been. Oh, yeah. We got Uh, flack from our our big TikTok when John said it was misogynistic for boys to only want boys. And he's 100% right. I don't care how many bad comments we get about that. (laughs) They hate um, me for that, but it's okay. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Look, if you're not polarizing, you're not making friends. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. That video's got 3 million views. Come at me. Yeah. Who cares? (laughs) (laughs) It's paying the bills. Exactly. So we're going to take a quick break. And then after the ad read, we will be right back with two more Am I the Assholes? 
So stay tuned. Wikimaniacs, it's gonna be May. And you know what that means. Warmer, sunnier days are upon us. And wouldn't you rather spend your time doing something else instead of having to plan your next meal or spending precious time driving to the grocery store? Factor's fresh, never frozen, ready to eat meals are delivered right to your door. Factor takes the stress out of grocery shopping and meal planning. Plus, by supporting Factor, you are also helping out your boys. Sean, tell everybody what Factor offers. Easy. Factor has 35 chef-crafted, dietitian approved meals to choose from every single week. But wait, there's more. Factor also has more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. So you'll always have new flavors to explore. Your boys always want you to treat yourself. So why not make your day delicious by eating Factor's restaurant-quality meals with premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Salmon, the kicker, all done and ready to go in two minutes or less, plus no cleanup after. Do you know what I can do in two minutes? You see, John, this is why we don't do ads with you anymore. But Wikimaniacs, head on over to factormeals.com slash wiki50 and use code wiki50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code wiki50 at factormeals.com slash wiki50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Thank you, Factor, for supporting the show. All right, we are back. Ariel is knocking out of the park this episode, absolutely thrashing these assholes. I'm so I appreciate I'm really that. Nervous. <laughs> Do you get nervous talking about this because you could say something that you don't necessarily agree with? Can I make that disclaimer? Like right now I'm I'm reacting in the moment, but it could be that if I were to think about this, talk it over with some friends, talk it over with like my dog, I might have a different reaction later. Like can we can we allow ourselves that? Yes, oh, only yeah. if you send us the video of you talking to your the dog reaction. about it. <laughs> stitch us. Yeah, actually, you could do that. You could just stitch our story with uh, if you have any follow up thoughts or something on That's TikTok. That's a good idea. That'd be cool. I like that. So let's jump into our next story. Am I the asshole for refusing to make my husband apologize for what he said to my mom at the dinner table? Refusing to make my husband apologize. I need context right now. Same. It's written extremely confusingly. Yes. Uh, we've had a few of these where it's the wife having to do something for the husband to be like a mediator. We've had a couple of these and it's always weird. (laughs) So so I, a 31-year-old female, recently got married to my husband, Scott, a 36-year-old male. Before I met him, I was engaged to my former fiance, Martin, but we broke it off because this relationship was sort of pushed by my family because he was a doctor and comes from a wealthy family. When our relationship ended, my mom was devastated. She did her best to bring us back together. For example, she lied to Martin about me being pregnant to save us. Whoa. <laughs> Which already. Holy shit. And Martin is the first husband? Yeah. Scott yes, is the Yes, sorry. Second. Yes. Got Martin it. is the first husband. So she lied to him. Okay about her being pregnant so that they would get back together. Cool. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. (laughs) That was years ago. Now we're all on good terms, including Martin. My mom has a bit of attention towards Scott. She treats him well, but constantly makes passive, nagging comments about him. She compares him to Martin all the time, which bothers both of us, but we try to let it slide. Mom kept telling Scott about the diamond ring, new car, and bank account Martin got for his fiance, and kept sending him photos saying how generous Martin is to his fiance, then compared him to Scott and what he had done for me. I told her to stop doing this, and she apologized. Last week, we were all over at my parents' house for a social gathering. A lot of relatives came, and we had dinner. At the dinner table, Mom asked Scott if he saw the text she sent him the other day. He said he was sorry, and he didn't notice. 
She told him to check it right then and read it out loud to everyone at the table. He took the phone and started reading the text out loud. Her text mentioned how Martin got his fiance a new house and how generous he was, then said that Martin is younger than Scott, yet was able to buy a house, basically shaming Scott for his inability to buy a house. Those parents are dicks. As, as a millennial who can't afford a house, I, f- I feel that it's one. It's not right. It's not <laughs> so, right. What The home prices when these people were our age, completely yeah. different. It's, anyway, this is not the point. Cost like a loaf of bread, bread for them to get a mansion <laughs> back in the day. This is some bullshit. <laughs> she wrapped up by saying that Martin maybe wasn't so bad for me after all. I was shocked and Scott was pissed, obviously. However, he didn't lash out or anything. He looked at the text, smiled and said... You know what gets me about this entire text is how you were a public educator for 30 years, yet you can't differentiate between the passive you and the contraction your. <laughs> Good gosh. He said this out loud. Yeah. The thought of all the children that must have been left behind. Everyone at the table busted into laughter oh and my mom's face went pale. She decided to leave the table. Then she and my sister started yelling at me saying Scott was being awfully rude and I needed to get him to apologize immediately for embarrassing my mom at the table. I refused to tell him to apologize, then pointed out she was being judgmental towards him. She defended herself by saying she was letting him know and he had no confidence and took it personally. I left, but I kept getting told to talk to him and get him to apologize for what he did. Am I the asshole? Okay, so here's the situation. This woman should not be put in a position to be the mediator. And that's that. What should happen is Scott and the mom need to get together alone and hash things out. And that's it. That's it. Scott needs to say, you make me feel like shit comparing me to this ex-husband. And the, the mom needs to say, you made me feel stupid when you told when you said that I was a public educator, yet I didn't know something that I should have known. And they should both eat crow on the things that they did wrong. And that should be that. I agree to a point. I think so. The mom's obviously an asshole. Uh, uh, I think that's something we can all agree on. But I think you're the asshole for not standing up to your mom. Mm, Interesting. Uh, Because if my mom or dad ever, ever talked to my girlfriend the way your mom is, I would have lost it on them. And I would have told them, if you're not going to treat her properly, then we're not going to hang out anymore. You mean right then and there, she should have said... Oh, I mean, like way back when he when she was originally sending him texts and stuff like that. Like I would I would have laid down the law and said this stops now. No more of this or we don't communicate. So I agree. However, there are some things in family dynamics, I think, that have to be dealt with over time and delicately. And maybe they just didn't think that this was the fight to pick at that time. Maybe there are other fights going on. And this isn't the biggest one, unfortunately. That's fair, too. I don't know the full dynamic. So you're you're right about that. And I'll say that she is a secondary asshole because she's reacting to like what her mom is doing. Mm-hmm. So I just think, you know, man, woman, who does, doesn't matter. You're, you should always stick up for your spouse if someone's talking to them like that. But again, as you said, I don't know the dynamics. So I'm just saying asshole on what what I do know. It is so messed um, up to talk. <laughs> I feel like once somebody is out of your life from a relationship, that person should not exist unless you have kids together and have to deal with them, have to deal with the, the DNA that you've mixed. But other than that, like, goodbye. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm similar. Um, I do know, like, I think John or we talked about whether exes are fine in your life. I don't know. If oh, it's, yeah. John. it's yeah, it, it was it was a conversation where like I think it was the one where it was she was too close to her ex. Like they're living yes. in the same. Yes. Same area. 
And, and it's okay. I, I, I don't have an inherent problem with it. It's just, I would never, I don't talk yeah, to my same. exes. It's I don't for me. feel the need to. Yeah. It, it, it's just, I cut them out. Shout out to all my exes watching this right now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I agree. I agree to a point. And this definitely crosses a line where the mom's faking a pregnancy to get them back together. That's, yeah. That's so, that's, that's so up. shallow. <laughs> I'm just like hyper fixated on the mom being such a, a dick. Like, mom, you, you're, <laughs> however you teach it. You are. <laughs> you're an asshole. And I'm not even mad at, uh, at Scott with that retort because it's sometimes some people just kind of, you keep digging at someone, eventually they're going to, they're going to surface. And sometimes that surf, yeah, that surf, that surface might be embarrassing someone in front of a massive crowd, which is fine. <laughs> but yeah, I'm just really fixated on the mom being an asshole. But, I do agree with Ariel. It is not the wife's place to be that. It's between yeah. them two. It seems like they're the ones beefing, so. I agree. Yeah. I think, yeah, they need to sit down privately and have a conversation about it. Like what the what the boyfriend did or the husband did is is mild in comparison to what uh, oh, absolutely. what she did. But just have a conversation and and just lay down some ground rules where this this never happens again. So two assholes and, and a kind of an asshole, I guess. We'll go with a that. complicated situation. <laughs> complicated mm-hmm. assholes. Yeah. <laughs> we'll move on to our last story of this episode. So am I the asshole for making my boyfriend feel uncomfortable after he insisted on joining us on girls night in um yeah so no no the boyfriend's an asshole no okay we'll get there yeah i'll, okay. I'll wait for more context we'll get- <laughs> the initial reaction is fun and then we should like suit yeah, oh i agree we should super cut the initial reaction with when we have context <laughs> <laughs> sometimes it, it does change yeah. sometimes because and i like doing that getting the the initial it really is telling how people can title yeah. things to sound these are again terrible, so. reminder that these people are self-reporting which is a strange thing to do. Yes. <laughs> when I am the asshole, I do not call myself out. I bury that. <laughs> I make you myself think. seem like an angel. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I just wish people keep sending these things in because, you know, this is how we keep our <laughs> podcast going. True. Yeah. By roasting our listeners. Uh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so my boyfriend, a 27-year-old male, started asking to join me in on Girls' Night. Every time I tried to say no, he would be like, I have to join or you have to cancel. What the fuck? It oh, made me- hell no. <laughs> Guys, I am two sentences in. <laughs> it made me and the girls miserable having to sit there with him in the middle. This past Friday, he insisted to join us again. I had enough and came up with an idea to get him hating hanging out with us. I made a plan and told the girls what we were going to do, and they were down for it. I just want to make it clear that I'm listening through out of respect to you and out of respect to this, but (laughs) this guy is an asshole. This guy is such an (laughs) asshole. There is no... This is controlling behavior. This is... You should break up. As Dan Savage would say, dump the motherfucking asshole. Okay, oh, yeah. you may continue, but you should know that I am listening while seething. Livid? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> it is noted. I want everyone to take note. Yes. I, I am also reading this. I know the end, but I, I am also <laughs> seething. <laughs> so the girls came and my boyfriend immediately sat with us and started ruining our conversation oh by steering them towards him slash his work slash his achievements. Oh so my God. Here's what I did. I started bringing up gross slash embarrassing subjects and the girls were eating them up by talking about them in detail. Subjects Ooh. like sex, periods, cramps, diarrhea, leg hair, and, and farts. <laughs> we talked about this stuff in boring detail, 
like I could feel his discomfort without even looking at him. But God, when I turned to see why he got quiet suddenly, he was getting red in the face and had sweat all over his forehead. I bet he found found himself unable to relate to these subjects and thus couldn't take part in the conversation. He got up from the couch ready to head out. I looked at him and asked where he was going and he was like, I uh, just remembered that I have an important meeting with a guy in about 10 minutes and uh, I have to go now. (laughs) He, He rushed out telling us to have fun. The girls and I started laughing hysterically. Later on, he came home and berated me for saying I made him feel uncomfortable slash sick with the horrible subjects I kept bringing up. I said, what are you talking about? This is this typical stuff girls talk about all the time. But he insisted I made him upset and caused him to leave. He declined to speak with me and has been quiet ever since. I declined this invitation to conversing with my girlfriend. <laughs> oh my god! So am I the asshole? No. What do you guys no. think? Oh my god! This guy. You need to break up with this guy. Woo. Yes, he has really <laughs> bad control issues, and he not only does he sound like what is that? What's that syndrome called? The uh, like Stockholm the, syndrome? Like no, some- like the video the video game one, the main character oh, syndrome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He seems like this guy has major main character syndrome that everything has to revolve around him. But no, my guy, you don't have to show up to your girl shit. Like that's their time to be girls, you know? Why don't don't you you go on or something? Why don't don't you go take up woodworking or some other manly shit that's out there? (laughs) I don't fucking know. Go to Bumble for friends or something. (laughs) Find a new buddy that you could be friends with. Don't go to your girl shit, bro. That's their private time together. Oh, yeah. If the men or the significant others are so lucky to be invited every once in a while to girls night girls night in then they are completely on the turf of the people who are running this and that means that you talk about be, yeah. whatever they're talking about or you're quiet about it but you do not judge yeah and you do not like make up a weird excuse or and also i don't know <laughs> the 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 way that they reacted when he got up and walked away giggling about how they got rid of him sounds like seventh grade and like all of you should not yeah. be in relationships or I don't know. They should be advised. <laughs> her friends should be advising her to dump this guy. This guy is gross. Yes. Yeah. I-, I hope they all hate him. And also that's what he's doing. If he wants to be in this woman's life long term, he's not doing it right. No. And as you guys keep saying, it is like it's a very manipulative thing like when when my girlfriend says i got girls night this friday i'm like cool no worries like i'll dd if you need me to that's that's the extent uh, of that your significant other has to have their own life their own friends their own interests and you got to be okay with letting them do that kind of thing like be themselves (laughs) basically And, and to control that and to force yourself into that is just so fucked up on so many different levels and he is such an asshole for for even (laughs) <laughs> saying that the first thing he said when he was like you either invite me or, or it's not happening that made that's me cringe up. so bad <laughs> that's so fucked I'm up i'm like dude you sound like a creep you sound like a creep yeah, and, like then the, a, you, and then you berate her afterwards like yeah. no shit guy like you're not even this is like an a and b conversation so see your ass <laughs> at home later you know i'm like no <laughs> I, yeah, no, that guy, that guy's something go. else. Oh, 100%. So he's definitely the asshole. Maybe a little childish on how you handled it. I would have just dumped him, but it, it you takes know, time. it is it what it is. It takes time to realize that you have to dump somebody. So I really hope that people are responding to you within Reddit and telling you that this guy is controlling, that you will, mm-hmm. you will ultimately be happier if you get rid of him. And if you must date somebody, find somebody who does not intrude on your 
hangouts with your friends. Exactly. And actually, uh, now that you talked about that, she did update the Reddit post and said she realized now that he was being very controlling. And uh, thanks to Reddit, I believe she is sleeping at a friend's house oh, right now. Good. So, so good for her. Yay. Good story. <laughs> Happy ending. We do like a fairy tale ending. <laughs> <laughs> Happy to yeah, fairy tale ending. So that is it for this episode. What did you guys think? Were these people assholes, not assholes, or was everyone an asshole? Ariel, thank you for coming on the episode today. If you wouldn't mind, please let the Wikimaniacs know where they can find you and maybe a little bit more about what you do. Yeah, thank you for having me. This was a ton of fun. Pretty different from the episodes that I usually am a guest on, which is talking about (laughs) podcasts. So this was an exercise yeah. <laughs> in I, I got to curse a lot more than I normally do, which I love. Um, and I got to pontificate on things that I am not qualified to pontificate on. Although I, as Neither I said, are we. Neither yeah, are we. <laughs> it, it's good though. It's good. It's good. It's a good exercise, you know, but you can find me by Googling Ariel Nissenblatt. I am the only one who exists and I would love to be proven wrong. So if you too are an Ariel Nissenblatt, please feel free to let me know, but I doubt it. I've looked it up. Then you have to fight them, right? That's right. There can only be one. (laughs) That's right. Um, But if you search my name, you'll find all of my social media. You'll find all of my podcasts, everything that you could possibly want from me. I listen to a lot of podcasts. That's what I do. I listen to podcasts. I consult on podcasts, podcast marketing, podcast growth, even editorial, whatever you need. I can probably help you make your podcast better in some way. So if you want to learn more from me, where I'm most active is Twitter at Ari this and that. Awesome. And uh, we can actually speak to her counseling because she did counsel us very early on in our podcasting days. I want to say like August when we first started. Yeah. Yeah. August last year. It was pretty early on. She doesn't even remember because she does so many of them. So much. I I remember you guys specifically. I don't remember it being that long ago. (laughs) COVID just that time doesn't exist. (laughs) (laughs) But definitely go check out Ariel's Twitter and podcast. They are amazing resources if you have a podcast or are thinking about starting one. So go check that out. Huge thanks to all of our listeners. If you would like your story to be read on the show, please send it to redditonwikipod at gmail.com or DM us on Instagram and Twitter at redditonwiki. Thank you, John, for showing up today. Thank you, Ariel, for coming coming on. We appreciate you replacing Sean. And I, I'd like to say uh, you did a very good job. <laughs> you were amazing. You did amazing. Uh, trashing, trashing those assholes. <laughs> so we really appreciate that. <laughs> so thank you again, Wikimaniacs. We will see you on Monday. Peace. Do it. Just do it. Expert in fucking power. Great power. For the fifth time, it's your boy, Sean. <laughs> 